service with Laura Fox on 2FM. That was Joel Carey with Lionheart right here on 2FM and right now it is time for Sunday service with the fabulous Ellen Leonard. She is in the building with us right now. Hello darling, how are we? Good morning, how, how are, you? are you? I'm good, I'm good. How are you keeping? Good, happy Sunday. Lovely day out there. Oh God, thank God. Sorry, we washed out of it no, yesterday. It, was, it wasn't funny yesterday. No, wasn't playing around. Just teasing us now. Are we really it's talking about the weather on the radio? No, no we're not. Of course we're we are. Are. That's all we do. Stop it. Stop it right now. We've got way more important things to talk about. Uh, kicking it off, what is our very first story today, Alan? So, poor old Kylie Jenner. Poor old Kylie Only Jenner. a couple of weeks before she's in the paper or the news or something, and she's getting backlash again. Sorry, so. I'm howling. Poor old Kylie Jenner. They, they, it's not just not a sentence. Her, I know. Those words should not be in the one sentence. No. But, I, okay, hear me out, right? Go so, on. Kylie Jenner is on the cover of the spring-summer issue of Home Girls. So, she was in another interview, very bland interview, if I say so myself. It was five minutes. I'm not getting back. Um, and basically, she was asked, the usual questions about makeup her brand Kylie Cosmetics what she was eating it was chicken and rice if you're interested that's even boring but within it there was a little nugget um, and she has set the internet ablaze and she basically said they were kind of asking her about her beauty secrets and she said I think a big misconception about me is that I've had so much people think I've had so much surgery on my face and that I was an insecure person and I'm not yes I wanted to have full lips but I was the most confident person in the room um, and I don't regret getting them done but I always thought I was cute so she basically has gone on then to say that she hasn't had surgery on her face Hmm. And people are like, Kylie, we have eyes. Like, we can see you have, in fact, done stuff to your face. But I think what's happening here is there's a difference between surgery and cosmetic enhancements. Yeah, I don't think uh, a lot of people don't realise what fillers can do and how they can change the shape of your face. So, like, cheek fillers, which she's most certainly have, and she's not denying it either. No. You can get filler in your nose, you can get filler in your chin, filler in your lips, obviously, then you get a blast of Botox in on top of it and you look like a completely different person. Yeah, exactly. And I think she's trying to more or less... She's getting confused by saying, I haven't had much done. And, on, you know, compared to other people in the industry, yeah, she still very much looks like herself. But it's very clear that she has had a few bits and tweaks and stuff done. And, and people it, are just not buying it. Yeah, but I think... See, okay, this is the thing. If if you haven't had like any form of like filler or Botox or anything, I don't think you realise the enhancement it can make to your face. Absolutely. So th- therefore, there's a lot of people who are sitting being like, no, you've had, you've gone under the knife, you've had work done. And what of it if she has? Oh, absolutely. You know, like, the, but I get it, they just wanted to admit it. That's it. I think that's the thing. And she's trying to say like, I haven't really done anything. But I think in her mind, she genuinely feels I haven't done much. Mm she probably has like even her nose is a bit different and like you said who cares each to their own but she probably needs to be more open or maybe just but differentiate I think that she, between the fact that you have had cosmetic enhancements but I think that that's what she's saying I think that she, this is probably the most open she's ever been about it but people won't accept it yeah now I, she did only mention she had the lips done oh yeah come on <laughs> Yeah. There's no look again, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just it's the unrealistic beauty standard that everybody has to attain to. This is why I've always been so open about getting Botox and lip fillers because I, I remember looking at people being like, How is your skin so fresh yeah, and buying How do you look like that? Yeah, and buying every cream under the sun and then realizing, oh well it's frozen. Mm. Like obviously they've they've injected it, so this is why it looks so good, and that's why I'm always out with it. But I I'll never forget my uncle had found out that I had gotten Botox and lip fillers via my aunt at 
at some point and set me down. But, I'd say you were the talk. Of oh, the talk of the town, like honest to God. But it was really funny. He had thought that I was going to get them okay so he set me down with this big you look the best you've ever looked you don't need to go doing anything like this to yourself don't be at that kind of crack what are you on about and I was like yeah yeah I was like so what do you think about me now and he goes honestly like you just look so stunning and I was like oh, great it's worked money funny. well spent this is what I said and he, he had nothing to say then because in his head I suppose you're looking at like botched he's exactly that's in he's his head expecting something wild and he's expecting these blown up lips and this huge face and and he's kind of going oh Oh, and then he couldn't say anything, so he walked away. So we've never talked about it since. Oh, I love that! You really just put him back in his box, didn't you? <laughs> but and I, that's the sign of good work, obviously. And you can't say Kylie hasn't had good work. Like she looks incredible. Yeah, but she also can't sit there and say it's just her lips that yeah, she got done. Like that's this is it. this is the argument I think that people get so frustrated with the Kardashians all of the time. It's like you've got the money, you clearly spend the time doing everything. It's just like just don't don't bull us like. Exactly. One of the tweets said, and like you're saying, it. It's she goes, I don't get the point in lying about things people can see with their own eyes. No one cares, girl. Like, yeah. we don't care, but don't pretend it's only the lips. And also, don't then try sell me a face cream on top of it and be like, this is what's yeah, plumping her up. Kylie Cosmetics. Face. Like, it's a lot of great stuff altogether. <laughs> Miracle in a jar. Um, our next story today is, oh, it's honestly... One of the most exciting stories I've ever come across, yeah. and I'm not being dramatic. Anybody who has listened to Sunday Service um, in its entirety will know that when Africa Collin was here, that's where we would slip this in in any any way, shape, or form that we possibly could. We tried to get the show to go from London for this, and, oh. and now we don't have to. Please explain to us what we're talking about. This is good. So Vardy v Rooney, the Wagata Christie trial, is coming to Dublin. So it's currently on in the UK, and <laughs> I have to say. The, even just the outside of the building looks incredible. So a really quick recap. I'm sure you're all sick in the face, but Vardy v Rooney is basically about Colleen Rooney. Um, had a little spy on her Instagram stories. Rebecca Vardy was in fact selling her stories and private information to the press. Colleen was like a little detective, hence the name Wagatha Christie. Yeah. Um, went to trial and Rebecca Vardy lost, obviously because Colleen had the hard, cold evidence. Um, well, she said Rebecca Vardy's account, dot, dot, dot. Yes. Can we all just remember the terminology of it? I know this is four years old at this point, but the, the pandemic peaked in the middle of it. So this <laughs> has just been dragged on for way longer than necessary. Yeah, so she's saying it wasn't Rebecca or whoever was running her account. But look, we can all take that with a pinch of salt. Um, so now they have made the most incredible stage show. The outside of it is bright pink and they have it positioned right beside actual Agatha Christie's mousetrap. They're literally just a few steps away. So you have Agatha Christie's mousetrap, like the proper production. And then just around the corner in bright hot pink <laughs> is the Wagatha Christie scouse trap. And it's just in incredible like you couldn't ride it and it is in fact coming to Dublin in June and tickets are on sale now in the Gaiety Theatre so it's on from the 5th to the 7th of June I just looked at the tickets I sent the link to Africa straight away you're coming along with us as well tickets are only 21 euro I am bet into this so it's, I am. apparently it's incredible anyone that's gone to see it so far I've been looking up TikTok reviews they are obsessed and Rebecca Vardy has actually now trademarked the term 
Wagatha Christie, which means she has to get some type of compensation when anyone uses that term. Well, she did lose 1.5 million yeah, in so court. So how is she going to pay it back? We're not paying for saying it on the radio today, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen Leonard, RTE social media lead. We will be back in a couple of minutes uh, to talk. We're actually doing more music news at the minute. We're going to be talking about the AI-generated songs from Drake in the Weekend and Macklemore very soon. Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM. <laughs> Service with Laura Fox on 2FM. RTE social media lead and avid culture vulture, you are here with more entertainment stories for us. Sure am. Let's talk all about this AI generated story about Drake and the weekend. I know that it was doing the rounds uh, during the week, but I'm still, my mind is blown and I'm so terrified. Yeah, it is a bit wild, all right. So a new song was created using AI software to imitate um, Drake and the weekend. Now it has since been removed from like official streaming services, but like it had already racked up like millions of listeners. Um, It's called Heart on My Sleeve. Um, do you want to have a quick listen? I think that we should have a little listen to this because it's no, uncanny. It's outrageous, so it is. Like listening to that, if you actually just played it, it's Drake. It's Drake and the weekend. Like that. Sorry, you're not allowed to sing along to it because the two of them are absolute. They they don't fuming. condone it. Yeah. No, they're fuming. Which I totally get because if you if you start to look at it, even even from a broadcaster point of view, at some point it's messy territory. Well, yeah, because who's, like, why would they employ the us? Going to like, it's just it. It's not great. Um, and it actually is based off Drake's song he just released there, like about not even two weeks ago, called Search and Rescue, mm. and. He obviously he's so basically there's a creator. He's known as at Ghostwriter nine seven seven on TikTok. He's just a random. Well, I'm assuming it could be her, random person with a sheet over their head and sunglasses, <laughs> who claims that they basically just use the software to train the voices to make a track. And you would not know. There's tons of reaction videos of people listening to it up on YouTube, and it and basically it's being completely condemned. They're just saying. You know, where do you draw the line? It's like when we were talking about deep fakes, which is adding artificial like tears and stuff to people's mm. faces. It's going down a very slippery slope. Who's getting the credit? You're just ripping off people's work. But then at the same time, like David Guetta um, has used it himself. Now, not commercially, but just within his shows, like he put in Eminem's voice. And he feels like it's just like using a synthesizer or electric guitar or some type of like no. artificial to enhance your song. This probably feels like it's a little bit too far. And like you're using people's intellectual property and their creativity to make money. I'm surprised that David Guetta actually had that approach to it because how would he feel if people were ripping off his music? Fuming, I would imagine. Yeah, I would imagine he wouldn't be too impressed. And also, like, you're, you're at a celeb status enough that you could contact Eminem and say, give me a little bit of a riff for for my gigs I want included in one of the things 100% like if David Guetta can't get Eminem to give him a few lines (laughs) like what hope has anybody but Universal Music said they are happy that Spotify and Apple took it down so Mm. fast Um, but they're really going hell for leather against this and they're completely against it which I can understand yeah I I get it but it is is impressive sorry there's no taking away from that it's so impressive but it's, it's and it is a bop it's a bop it's a very good song but it's terrifying to know 
where this can go to. I think I'm just thinking of my own job on the line. <laughs> like if they can start doing this, why I'd would be like a li- I'll be in here doing Sunday service with a robot? Yeah, and they probably do a better job. <laughs> so it's terrifying. No. Um, next up, Ellen, we're talking all about uh, Macklemore because he has opened up about his struggles with alcohol lately. Yeah, I absolutely love Macklemore, and I didn't get to see him now when he was in Dublin just there a couple of weeks ago. But my God, his gigs are something else. It's fantastic. He was on the show as well um, just a couple of weeks ago too, oh. and he was just he was brilliant. He's just such a nice man. And now he's he sat down with Jay Shetty um, on his podcast. He's basically like a life guru. And his podcast is called On Purpose. And he's basically opened up about recovering from alcohol. Um, And he said it started when he was at 14. And like kind of that's when everyone probably starts sampling a bit of this and sampling a bit of that. Not to the level that he was doing it though. Exactly. So 12 shots in 30 minutes he said he had. Like you'd be on your ear. Um, And he said it just kind of spiralled from then. He just loved how it felt. He loved loved what it did to him and then when thrift shop took off he was like I just completely lost it and mm. um, he relapsed completely and then he had a really addictive addiction at that time and then it escalated onto other substance abuse um, and it is a slippery slope and you do hear of a lot of celebrities coming out and they just find the pressure of this life just too much for them and that's what they reach for now he is in a much better place he's gone to rehab he's found such a nice community of men um, but he was at a life or death point and what I really like about this as well is that he said he really involves his kids in his recovery so he doesn't he's not you know, ashamed to say, look, I had a problem. His little girl comes to some of his meetings with him and he just wants to open their eyes. And I think that's a much healthier way of doing it than the shame that people feel. Like you're, there's nothing to be ashamed about. It is literally an addiction. It's an illness. Um, and I just love when people come out like this and just say, yeah, I, I have this problem as well. And he doesn't want to feel guilt or shame or secrecy and I think that's really healthy so fair play to him Just on you mentioning there as well there's a gorgeous line that he talked about in the podcast where he said Sloane's been to meetings with me that's his child and says she asked questions like Daddy how's your sober meeting going and we talk about it and you are right those healthier conversations that it isn't this um, shameful oh god Daddy was an addict Daddy Mm. did this it's like oh yeah no and we know how he saved himself and we know what he had to do and the steps that he had to do I have great time for McNamara I just think like obviously he's given us some great music throughout oh, the years and he loves us here in Ireland well. who doesn't though that. to be fair <laughs> who doesn't Ellen we will be back with our final story in just a moment's time on the way we have got music from Keen to Crow after these with them Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM you'd be a fan of that Ellen would you Keen to cry. Yeah. Oh my gosh, sure, I was singing a lot. He is everywhere on my TikTok though. He was just over in America, whatever, doing his choir thing on the Today Show. And they were crying and then I was crying. And it's just a song that lives in my head forever. I love him so much. I just I think he's such him. a great showman. And this last year has been phenomenal oh, for yeah. him. So it has. He deserves else. it though. He's put in all the work. It's not what we're here to talk about in Sunday no. service though. We've got our final story today. Please, 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 let's get straight into it because I think that this is going to divide a lot of people. I don't know how you could be divided on this. I think this is absolutely scandalous. So 
So Megan Trainer, the singer who we love, um, had her first child and she's releasing a guide to pregnancy and new motherhood. It's coming out on Tuesday. It's called Dear Future Mama. Um, so, but yeah, like I said, she had first child and she's already wrote a book about it. So, you know. Well, she's pregnant with her second child now, she as well, is isn't she? She's pregnant with yeah. her second child, but I feel like after one, it seems a bit um, premature. But look, what would I know? I don't. Um, I was just going to say, you don't. No, you don't I don't. A kid. I don't. <laughs> but I'd say there's plenty of people like try have three and then write a book. Um, <laughs> but she is married to Spy Kids actor Daryl Sabara, um, who is an icon when we were younger so, but basically within she just gave a little taster into what you can expect and she revealed that her husband shaved her legs when her bump got too big grand I was like fine fair enough you can't bend you can't reach you're uncomfortable then she continued on to tell us that he shaved everything for her everything every nook every cranny he was in there with a razor and she was smooth afterwards according to herself now I just think that's too far go get a wax and also I would not trust anybody with a razor <laughs> that okay that side of it's fair but what's the difference between going to a stranger I'd rather a stranger spreading your legs absolutely and any what day. about like but again your other half who you are now having your second child with like you can't really get much more intimate than that you know what I mean like it's just a routine like I'll I do this for be, you I could be very old fashioned with this but I just don't need you down there rummaging around like to shave <laughs> there's other options do you know what I mean <laughs> but what I'm saying is like okay look I get where you're coming from it's not your cup of tea but the two of them don't they have side by side toilets yeah no she like she's really open like he has done everything for her like she went on to say how she, he like helped change her after the baby like changed all her like you know she called them diapers um, all of that kind of stuff that he would bend down pick up her underwear and she goes I don't know how I would survive without a Daryl I don't know how people would survive without having a husband that would do all of this stuff for me and that we're so lucky and then she's planning on having four kids so he'll be absolutely sweating by the time Gorge. he's finished I'm, shaving I'm... bits and pieces <laughs> after the four kids I just think there's people you can go to for that. I don't think you need to get your husband. But if you don't need to leave your house and you can just have it done for free, why would you bother? Would you Would you let someone to be at honest, you with a doesn't, razor? I wouldn't let someone. Would you let me? I'm not letting just a, a rando at me with a razor. But what I'm saying is like the love of my life then probably like although to be honest I think I make him do enough work I'm hardly going to add that yeah, to the list he'd be like there's Go other away. things I'd be getting you to do but not that but for them I think that this totally works I like oh she's thrilled and apparently he did a great job oh, sorry then th there you go why would you go to someone else who might do a half job I think it's dangerous territory I think I think that they're a one slip of the hand so what you're saying is he needs to upskill some waxing yeah okay fair enough right we can do that Ellen Leonard we will see you right back here again next Sunday thank you so much Bye. Sunday service with Laura Fox, Laura Fox.